Hi, Jen Elledge here, sexual health expert and founder of The Talk Institute, here to share with you the five things that parents do wrong when talking the talk. Want to avoid making some of the most common parenting mistakes? Of course you do. Go ahead, start by taking a second to think about what you expect would be on this top five list. I'd like to begin with just a quick story. I actually can remember one of the first questions that I had about sex. I didn't ask a parent though. I actually asked my oldest sister. I was about five years old. We were in the car. And I asked probably the most popular sex question. Susie, where do babies come from? Her reply, honey, I think we need to talk about that when you're just a little bit older. Yes, I was young and I know she definitely thought so. Maybe she wasn't comfortable or sure how to share that information with me, but either way, I was not happy because later that day, I had a super smart aleck comment for her. I think she asked me something like, Jenny, do you know where my hairbrush is? And I responded with, maybe I'll tell you when you're a little bit older. <laughs> I know, right? I guess I was destined to be a sexual health expert at age five. Look, if you are lucky enough to get these types of questions from your kids or any kid, you've got to learn to embrace them. And it's okay to answer in a simple way, or even if you ask for some more time to get back to them, but what you don't want to do is to blow the question off. Don't miss the teachable moment that just fell into your lap. I think today if a five-year-old asked me this question, I would try to say something like this. Honey, that is a great question. What do you think? I would listen and then I would fill in the blanks with some brief answers and just wait for any more questions. Don't worry if you are guilty of one or more of these five common mistakes that parents make. I'll teach you how to handle things, even if it's after the fact. You know, kids deserve the real deal and parents, you are the best educators. You've got this. If you are like most parents, it's easy to wait to have the talk, at least till there's a reason to talk about it. We want our kids to enjoy being young and innocent and not grow up so fast. However, growing up is getting harder and harder these days and it's happening a lot sooner than it once did. Many times parents believe that conversations about the birds and the bees aren't really necessary until a child has questions or until they have signs of physical development. Did you know though, that experts actually recommend that kids receive age-appropriate sex ed beginning as young as age two or three? Relax though. You can answer questions your younger kids may have honestly, but still answer simply. They don't need to know everything from A to Z all at one time. I'd recommend beginning with using the proper names for body parts, including the genitals. 
and teaching your children about touching. Asking permission to touch others, body parts, others should have permission to touch them, and rules around self-touching. Every day, your child is getting a sex education from the media, television, internet, and their peers. You simply cannot be the only one that's not talking to them. Parents should not wait to talk to their kids till the child has questions. The fact is that some kids simply will never ever ask these types of questions. And it's also not a great idea to wait for school to do it. You know that fifth grade puberty video? For many school districts, this instruction is brief and not as comprehensive as is really necessary. Instead, look for opportunities to share your beliefs and your values about sex and growing up in everyday life. Maybe there's a teacher that's pregnant at your child's school. Maybe a sexy image pops up on the internet. Or there's another drug commercial on TV with some interesting side effects. Whatever it is, I promise you that if you just pay attention, there are everyday opportunities to discuss sexuality with your child of any age. And as the adult, it is so important for you to engage your child in these important conversations. All right, now for the second mistake that parents make when talking the talk. They lie. Like in the story that I shared in the first video, sometimes parents or adults believe children are just too young to hear the real truth about sex. So they choose to lie or withhold information to protect them. I think we get caught up in our adult minds and can feel embarrassed, caught off guard, or even fearful to really answer a question. Kids ask different types of questions. Sometimes they want information um, or they want to confirm if something they heard was correct or not. Other times they may want to know what you think, what your values are about something. Now, if your child is young, try to simply answer a question without much detail. If it wasn't enough information, he or she will ask you another question. And if not, your conversation's finished without a big fat lie that you're sure to regret later. Now with older kids, let's try an example. Let's say your child asked a personal question like the dreaded, were you a virgin when you got married? And you didn't want to tell the truth, maybe because you're fearful that would give them permission to do it. Now, try this instead. Turn it into a teachable moment. You can explain the honest choice you made, what it may have cost you, and why now you can say the choice you hope for them. If children find out you lied, it ruins your credibility. And then they're gonna discount anything you have to say about that topic. Now, if you've already fibbed about something, tell your child that you'd like to talk to them. Fess up that you lied, apologize, then explain why you thought that was the best decision at that time and that now you'd like to share the truth with them. 
If at all possible, though, don't make this tragic mistake. As we all teach our children, honesty is always the best policy. Now for the third thing that parents do wrong. They forget their poker face. You know how you can look at your kid and know when something is wrong? Well, guess what? Your kids can read you too. They will know if a topic freaks you out, embarrasses you, or makes you angry. It's important to be open when talking about sex. That means trying not to overreact when you are shocked or concerned. Take a deep breath and try to think about how best to respond. Let me give you an example from a parent I met years ago. She was cooking dinner one night. When her daughter came home from school, she had a question. Mom, what does this mean? As she demonstrated an oral sex gesture, mom freaked out and in a strong tone said, I told you not to hang out with those boys down the street. Turns out that some boys in a truck made the gesture to a group of girls on the school bus that day. Meanwhile, her daughter felt like she was in trouble for asking a question. Mom unintentionally slammed the door shut on her daughter's innocent curiosity. Now, I'm sure we can all sympathize with this mother and how appalled and completely caught off guard she was by her daughter's question. Her fear definitely set in. It would have been better to say something like this. Huh, that's interesting, sweetie. Where did you see that? As calm as possible when you're freaking out. Mom needed some more information before she reacted to this question. Then she could have said something along the lines of, Honey, that was a vulgar and inappropriate gesture. Thank you for telling me that that happened today and asking that question. I love when you come to me with your questions. Just like when playing poker, there are times we need our game face. It can be difficult, but try your best to remain calm. Don't assume your child is asking a question because they are doing something. Take a deep breath so you can respond, not react. The goal is always that your children continue to come to you with their questions. The most tragic mistake, in my opinion, that some parents make when talking the talk is use fear, shame, or absolutes. Research has shown that fear-based approaches are not the best tactic. Fear may seem effective, but typically only for a short time. Often, the truth about something is scary enough that we don't need to add more fear into the mix. Rhetoric like, if you have sex, it will ruin your life, can make a young person shut down and not be receptive to hearing what you have to say. Absolutes such as, all that boys want is sex, could also shut that door of communication down very quickly. Kids get stuck on absolutes. 
and look for exceptions to rules as part of their normal adolescent development. Teens will easily discount someone who uses absolutes like always, never, and all. Do your best to not have these words in your vocabulary. Shame is another tactic to avoid. For example, comments like, good girls wait to have sex till they're married, or shaming a child for self-touching, for example. I would recommend staying clear away from these tactics. Young people need to know what the benefits of a healthy, consensual, and autonomous sex life look like. We want children not to fear sex, but to have healthy sex someday. They need to be given the true facts and that when sex is with the right person at the right time for right reasons is beautiful. Then they need adults to trust that they will make good choices once given accurate and honest information. Fifth, most common mistake that parents make when talking the talk is they fail to take advantage of and create teachable moments. The common thread through each video in this series has been to utilize everyday moments to talk to your kids. There are conversations that you are going to have to initiate with your children. If you pay attention, you'll notice teachable moments are around you all of the time. Oftentimes though, they're avoided or simply ignored. For example, say you're watching a movie or a TV show and a sexy makeout scene is on. This can make parents and kids feel uncomfortable. Instead of changing the channel, maybe this is an opportunity to ask your child about what you are watching. Check out your child's reaction in their nonverbal language. If they look grossed out, ask, why does that gross you out? You could have an interesting conversation about intimate relationships. You can also fill out your child's values and have the opportunity to instill your own. You've got this, and the Talk Institute is here to help. I think it is awesome that you took the time to double check on your tactics to make sure that your children grow up to be sexually healthy adults. Please check out the link below to learn more about our programs where parents and kids are talking the talk together. Thank you for joining us and I hope to see you again soon. Goodbye.